It's day one of the Harubasho, and this is Sumo Drop. Hello, and welcome to Sumo Drop. We've been away for a while, but we're back to cover the second tournament of the year being held in Osaka. If you're new to the show, we're three British sumo wrestling fans, and we'll be covering all the news and results, as well as tracking a select Yurikishi for our fantasy league. For anyone new to the world of sumo or curious about the sport, we have a helpful explainer, and links are all available in the show notes. Now let's get Fox M on board, and let's get to the news. So before we get into the news and things we've caught up with in the months that it's been since we've been on air, uh, Fox M, how are we all? How have we been? How's the world of sumo been treating us? Because we've been watching the stuff and talking, obviously, despite not talking to you, the listeners. <laughs> we've been terrible <laughs> podcast hosts. <laughs> I think I've been like sort of like out of action for about seven years. Of that. That's how it feels. Anyway. Uh, I dipped in for well, a cup of tea last year. Out for of action, like Terran of Fuji at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I like it, yeah. Well, that, that, actually, that's a, the perfect segue because... Um, We'll get to the Banske in a minute um, with, a, with a sort of recording listing of how they all run. But if you were with us last time in September, Terunofuji was, uh, the, who's the sole Yokozuna, he was running the show, but then he went out because of injury. And he's been out ever since. So most of the September Basho, the November Basho, the January Basho, he's, he's, yeah, he hasn't returned he was effectively. He to come back this, uh, this Basho, but then I think it was the at the last minute we're like do you know what Nah, he needs more time to you know get back to peak performance so he'll be back in may apparently but well what do we what do we think about that fox i mean do, do you think he's he's genuinely in a what I mean, is it saving face is it the fact that he is genuinely in a bad shape and needs that recovery time because his knees have been crap for long a long time i mean that he comes on like an action yeah. figure bound in tape Yokozuna, you know so like <laughs> yeah yeah i mean What's what's he currently apparently out with? What's the apparent injury? Has it been formally announced exactly what it is yet? That's keeping them out. I think it's just continued knee issues, is what they're officially saying. So my opinion on that is is that it's it's possibly a bit of both. It's Mm. it's legs being a bit crap, which they have been for ages. Yeah, but using the opportunity as a time to rest. He's made it to the top. He can rest. He can use, rest, you can use it to his excuse a bit. He maybe yeah. forced it quite a lot leading up to becoming Yokozuna because he had to grab that mantle, mm. if you like. And yes. now that he's got there, he's just going to let them course because I don't think he sees anybody as a real threat at the moment. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Ta- Takakisho um, stepped up in the last oh, one. Yeah. But, you know, absolutely... <laughs> You know, absolutely love the fact. I think um, before we get into anything, how he's doing this month, and obviously he mm. smashed it the previous in January. Prior to that, you know what it's like with Takakisho. He's like, mm. occasionally it'll either be right, you know, eleven wins, twelve wins, eleven wins, but occasionally you you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're not quite <laughs> sure. Um, it's not like you know he hasn't had a year of absolute domination as an. That's exec. true. It's. Yeah. It's been a little bit temperamental, but I think I think it's his time. Yeah. I'll get into that, but that's a separate discussion I appreciate. But Torino Fuji, I think he's 
arguably resting a bit more than he necessarily needs. He's not rushing back, put it that way. Well, That's what it is. To, 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 to just confirm, by the way, um, in October, I think they officially announced he'd undergone endoscopic th- surgery on yeah. both of his knees. Right, that's and, pretty massive yeah. then. Yeah, and I was going to say, because I, I wanted to make sure we weren't just saying like, oh, he's being a bit of a, you know, a jess or whatever. Like, no, 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 he's genuinely, I think. But the, the key thing as well is he also, he's not exactly a spring chicken. He's an older, in terms of sport, I mean, he's younger than us, but he's <laughs> in sporting terms, he's quite a senior legacy sort of figure. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. And in your 20s and in your even in your early 30s, you can bounce back and recover a little bit. But this kind of surgery, especially when you put not just the pressure of the actual wrestling itself, but the amount of weight he's carrying mm-hmm. in just in body mass. Yeah. Um, I, I think maybe he could, he could have performed for March because he was doing things in February. Yeah. He's um, been training. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's been doing training and, and, and like uh show bout sort of stuff, you know, the, 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 the uh, performative sort of thing. So he's been doing stuff. But not on level. Yeah, competing. that's why I think Fox, you might be right on the fact that you know he's leaning on the fact he's Yokozuna and he's not going to get you know penalised for not coming back straight away because you know he gets yeah. that you know immunity that other Rikishi don't. A bit of grace. We've seen it before, haven't mm-hmm. we? You know, we have. I mean, we saw it last year uh, before certain uh, people retired. You know, yeah. so it's um, it's not that it doesn't happen. We know it happens, and I think. It seems to be a bit of well, yeah, we'll give them a bit of leeway with it. Mm. Um, if he's not back in May, then there needs to be discussions had. I think. Um, I, I think there will be. I think. I think they'll quietly. I don't want to say force, but strongly <laughs> encourage him to yeah. return in May. Yeah. Um, Suggestible that... letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That does bring us to um, the state of affairs. So this time last year, we were talking about the 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 rise of Ozeki. Who's going to be uh, in contention? At one point, it was uh, Takakesho, Shodai, and Mitakayumi. And at the minute, we've only got one. And I think it's it's the first time it's a, it's one Ozeki and one Yokozuna since like 1928 or 1918 or something ridiculous. It's like a hundred years since it's been like this. And it's it's a really it's a really weird point because there are some strong contenders. Mm. You, you feel we feel like we'll sort of like get each individual opinion on this. It feels like Takakesho um, should be pushed towards Yokozuna, yeah. and not in the nicest of way. Terunofuji has gone so far; he's done so well, but now it's time to step back. And then the Ozekis would be someone like, for example, as it is currently stands. Wakatakakage, Hoshoryu, Kiribayama. Right, these three are strong Ozeki and they can keep everything running. The problem is, I don't think any of them, even even if you've heard Takakesho, I don't know if they're performing as yeah, they should be. I think, though, you've got to factor in um, the past few. I know I keep harking on about this, but the past two, two three years, uh, we've had COVID. A lot of the Rikishi have had COVID in the past. You are right. A lot yeah. of them have been. I mean, remember when we had lots of injury with Takakesho? So he's had a little bit of a like. Well, a lot of yeah. scares that we thought he was going to. His heart exactly. was going to explode or something. And the fact that you know you see him in last in the last Basho winning, and just you know having that moment. I think now he's grabbed that again. I'm really hoping that for this Basho, he's going to just become a, a force of nature again um and because mm. i think he really does deserve it he's been at that level for a long time and he deserves yeah. it you mm. know 
I think I think adding to that, um, the, the the part of the issue might be that they just don't trust who they need to push up to Ezeki in, in his replacement. Because if yeah. you if you look at the likes of Wakataka Kage, you know, he's for the last year, the last six bashos, he's been Ezeki Waki. Mm. Now, yeah. but if you look at it though, if you actually look at his results, the reality is that he's only had really one proper dominant. Uh, when he won the basho, um, <laughs> when he won the basho, uh, mm. and it was like what was that eleven four? I think you, you, uh, twelve three back in March last year. So twelve three back in March ago. last week. Oh, so yeah. that he was, that was, he was a running year up eleven four in September though. But yes, right that's right. He had a he had a he had a strong strong September, but if you kind of look at in between March. And then in September, you're talking eight sevens, generally mm-hmm. speaking. And if exactly. you look after that, you're talking eight sevens. So it's that reliability of an is it like they they want somebody who's at least like we always say aiming for those double figures because then they can mm. seem like somebody who deserves yeah. to be at that point. But yeah. if he's only just scraping to keep his position and not drop down the rankings, it's difficult to then justify pushing him up if he's going to yeah. have three or four months of scraping by. Yeah. And I think that's their worry in general. If they mm. push, if they push Keith up like we think that they should, yeah. what? Who's going to step into that Azeki position because they can't leave yeah. it vacant and. And I don't know if there's anybody yet who is fully deserved, unless, mm. de- well, depending on how this basho and maybe Mayors yeah. goes, you know. So I agree. I agree. Because if you think about like uh, last year, or maybe the year before, sorry, in 2021, Mitakayumi was on 9, 6, 8, 7, 10, 5, 8, 7, 9, 6, 11, 4. So a little stronger than where Wakataka Kage is now. Then he won the January Basho at 13-2. And it's like, right, make him an Ozeki, go. Uh, and I was like, that was very that quick. Was. We thought this would be like the early stages. And then 11-4, 6-9, 2-5, then he was out absent. Was then 4-11, and he'd get down and down. It's too soon, too soon. Yeah. Took him out of the oven too soon. Fully agree. And I think it's this, I think it's the same problem that we've got with Hosh. We we, we know we like yeah. uh, Hosh Ryu, but love him. love him to bits. The problem is it's the same situation. Yes. It's uh, been Sekiwaki for, well, what, three or four tournaments now. Mm-hmm. Call me before that, obviously. But it's the sa- it's exactly the same. Loads of eight sevens. You've got to go back to January 22, when he yes, had an 11 yes. 4 victory. And after that, in November, he had an 11 4. But in between then, 8 7, 8 7, 8 7, 9 6, 8 yeah. 7. It's just that unreliability of them thinking, man, if we push mm-hmm. him up there. We know he's going to be fighting the same competitors of that level. You know, it's not like mm. he's stepping up into an unknown realm, but it's that pressure, that mental pressure yeah. of 100%. now being an Ezeki. And I think that's what they're worried about because with that comes great responsibility. Absolutely. And, and let's not forget as well, just to throw another curveball out here, um, Asano Yama is oh, yeah. very likely hot, hot on the heels. heels and he's very likely to be back in May. 100%. I, and I... For those who don't know, uh, Asanayama was an Ozeki. He broke lockdown rules and was punished severely because the rank dictated it should be that way sort of thing. And he was like absent for a, what, oh like a year and a um, bit. And his rank yeah. plummeted and plummeted. He's now working his way back up again. And he's finally, I think as of May, going to be returning to the highest rank the Makuchi division or Makanuchi division. I mean, division. dependent on his and... performance, um, you yeah. know, injurio. Uh, well, he's quashed everybody he's so far. he's been doing so, so well. Because as you would expect him but then, to yeah. But then Abi did the same thing after he was had his wrist slapped and he got to the middle table like, right, let's go. And it's like, you've been away for a yeah. while, mate. Yeah. We've all been training. And with Hoshoryu, for example, 
Takakesho and Hoshori are interesting to me because Takakesho is currently 26 years old. Hoshori is 23 years old. Wakatakakage is 28. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like Mikitakayumi, I think, is 30. And it's like, that's not, that's not a, a, a degradation on their uh, ability. But Hoshoryu has time. Oh, yeah. He has time for those eight and sevens to become nine and six and, and ten and five and become better and better. I, I always maintain he's like the future of, of the sport. Um, and Takakesho, after that massive scare last year with him like looking like he was going to die in the, in the dohyo, mm-hmm. um, he's looking genuinely quite strong. It's just a question of, as, as, as Fox said, how he's going to be in the next couple of months and stuff like that. But it's that lack of consistency across the board. We, we, you know, two or three years time. Yes, I can see this being really like the staple of everything with the young blood coming through with regards to like Hokuseiho. We'll come back to that later, obviously. But in the meantime, we're in the, we, and as M pointed out for the last thing with COVID and everything, once, and I hate to say it because it sounds like he is, he's left such a shadow, but Hakuho stepping away has left such a yes, void. Oh, it's um, huge. It's so weird. So huge. It's just, it's taking your, your you know, you will champion away and let the mid carders kind of battle it out for the scraps, and it's unfor- horrible to say that, but that's the reality mm. of it. You that, know, it's that not is, a like for yeah. like. It's not a like for like Yokozuna for Yokozuna. Um, don't get me wrong, Turner Fuji, he, he's a, he's a special fighter, and we know that he is. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. you know, there's no two ways about it. From what he's been, you know, he's bounced back and. He, how domineering he's been, generally speaking. Mm. And any time, the, the main reason for that is any time he gets beaten, you're shocked. <laughs> I think that's yes, the key. Yeah. You're yes. going, like, whoa, okay. And it, and it really does excite you. Um, however, it's still a different beast, isn't it? It's a different mm. yeah. kettle of fish. Um, just very quickly covering something else that you said there, Matt, as well, about those, about people kind of shooting up the ranks. That mm. seems to be. That seems to be the the dare I say other than other than Keith at the top, um, the shooting up the ranks quite quickly seems to be the current interesting trend, yeah. and you you yeah. you you miss certain characters who are doing it. For example, Ryudan, yeah. like he's been on my my season. He's just like when you look at his results. I mean, obviously he was down in um he was down in Jurio, um this time last year. Um, and then he shot up the ranks there. I think it was in September he joined the the, the Mega Shira yeah. ranks. Um, but if you look at his results, you know, 11, 4, 9, 6, 9, 6, um, and he's currently ranked number two. I mean, if he has a good outing, this one, if he gets you know, double figures or close to, he's looking mm. at he's looking at Komasubi within the space of less than a year. Yeah. It's, and, it's and crazy. It's a weird one because he... he... He's early mid thirties as well, isn't he? He's like thirty four, yeah. thirty three something. Something like that. Yeah, I, I think this is one of his like sort of. Actually, I think he's thirty two. He's he's a little younger than that because he's right. still you know got a couple of years in him. But I remember the you know for a couple twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen when when Em and I um, went to Japan. I think he's when he came from Jurio because we came back from Japan. We're like right, let's watch more sumo if we can, and uh, NHK World started showing it on TV a bit more. And twenty eighteen is where he's. I think made his debut in the uh uh the makanuchi as a maigashira yeah and he sort of bounced mm. around a bit there obviously because of covid things he was doing very well to start with but the thing is i and this is the key point i want to bring up i forgot he was a komasubi yeah. at one point uh-huh. he's been here before yeah. and i'm like oh shit yeah he has and then he sort of fumbled down he was all over the place he did this weird thing at one point where he had perfected a nonsense technique where he was bouncing his ass around in the air. He's he'd be like, <laughs> um, at the at the uh, before the tatsuya, you know, got all your 
place your fist down in the middle of the dojo, but he'd be like sort of like a cat ready to pounce. And everyone, and all the commentators like, what, what is he doing? What What is this? He's like a broken spring in a car or something. Um, it didn't necessarily help him because he went straight down to Jurio. But I feel like he's got a fire lit under him in the same way that Terana Fuji did when he fell all the way down, then came up and proved himself. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not saying he's the same kind of fighter. I'm not saying he's going to do the same thing because I don't think he's going to. But you're right. He could come back and do something very, very interesting. He, he can mix it up at the top end and get some of those. He can be one of those upsetters, I think. We, I, I'm not expecting them, obviously, to climb the ranks to Yoko or even Ozeki as such. But sure. I think he can he can upset the big guys, which can change the outcome of what's going to happen in the tournament. I think he's one of them kind of characters, you know, where he can mm. he can get that win against Keith or he can get that win against Hoshiryu and, you kind of, and he slips under the radar a bit, but he's one of those not an unknown quantity, but the focus isn't on him. And I think he can upset a few people with his performances. What actually happened to him? In, I know we're going off topic. Sorry. What, yeah. ha- what happened to him in 2021? Because was he was he in trouble for something? Because he went from he Mega, Mega Shira, yeah, and then he dropped down to he lower. A... Right, he dropped down to 14, then he dropped down to Jurio, didn't fight at all. Then he dropped down to Makashita, didn't mm. fight at all for the for three different tournaments. And he and you know the last. His lost position before climbing the ranks, he mm. was at 47 Makashita. He got suspended, so, I believe. Is that what it was? Yeah, in, in COVID restrictions or something. I think it was another COVID restriction thing again. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I think it was just... They basically yeah. investigated and found out that on different occasions between uh, March 12, 2020 and January the 20th, 2021, he'd gone out with a woman who was not his wife as well. And was breaking uh, the rules by going on trips which with Japan. Her. Like, so not only was it a scandal because he was breaking COVID rules, he was also, you know, cheating on the wife, which awful, uh, awful in general. But you know, in 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 that's Japan, naughty. It's, you know, that's that's it. Once you're a celebrity upon, and yeah. you yeah. commit a scandal like that, usually your career would be over. So they had to punish him. Completely. They had to punish him quite severely. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, when he got he got suspended. He ended up um he ended up winning the division that he got put in with a seven O record and then got did, a six yeah. one and then like worked his way back up again. So He's smashed it ever since. Yeah. Like he hasn't yeah. he hasn't lost a tournament mm. yet since mm. then. Um which is pretty good going. You know, he hasn't he hasn't been defeated as such in, in that time. It's yeah. just um yeah, oh, I'm gutted to hear he's a bit of a knob. That's yeah, a it's always hard, isn't it, when you <laughs> well, learn these things? It you're is. Like, Damn it. You're, you're <laughs> like yeah, somebody and you realise, all oh, right, you haven't just popped to the shop to get some fish fingers. They've actually been, <laughs> been a, a pure slink. Think, you know, right. okay. In a love hotel somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So, so yeah, that's that's uh, for, for, for listeners being caught up. That's where we are at the minute. It's a really <laughs> unusual place. Uh, Ryudan's a dirtbag. No, I'm kidding. Um, but this it, it, is kind of the point. And I feel like, if I'm brutally honest, if you go back and listen to previous episodes of Sumo Drop, I think we've been saying this for the last year, where we've been like, things aren't really there yet, but they're going to get there soon. And it just it just feels like it's been in such a weird place. Um, but that's that's the current state of things. Um, so we'll we'll now read out the bandscape so you know exactly where everyone is and where everyone's ranked, and go from there. So let's look at the Banske for March 2023. For those who don't know, the Banske is the ranking. There are 17 Maegashiro ranks, two Komasui, two Sekewaki, and one Ozeki and one Yokozuna ranking. And each one has one or two in that particular field. So, Maegashiro 17, Mitoryu. Maegashiro 16, Tsurugisho and Chiyoshoma. Maegashiro 15, Oho and 
Hokuseiho. Maegashira 14, Bushozan and Kinbozan. Maegashira 13, Koto Eko and Dai Shoho. Maegashira 12, Takarafuji and Kagiaki. Maegashira 11, Takonosho and Azumaru. Maegashira 10, Nishikifuji and Miyogiryu. Maegashira 9, Hirodoumi and Aoyama. Maegashira 8, Ura and Ichiyamamoto. Maegashira 7, Takayasu and Hokutofuji. Maegashira 6, Sadunoumi and Endo. Maegashira 5, Midori Fuji, Kotoshoho. Maegashira 4, Meisei and Onosho. Maegashira 3, Nishikigi and Mitakiyumi. Maegashira 2, Ryuden and Abi. And Maegashira 1, Shodai and Tamawashi. Komasubi 2, Tobizaru and Daeisho. Komasubi 1, Kotonowaka and Wakamoto Haru. Sekewaki 2, Kiribayama. Sekewaki 1, Hoshoryu and Wakatakakage. And the Ozeki is Takakesho. He's just the only one. And the Yokozuna is Terunofuji, but Terunofuji is out. He will not be taking part this Basho and will hopefully be returning in May. So we're going to do something a little bit different uh, this Basho. Uh, for regular listeners, you'll know that we have uh, uh, Heia picks. And Heia is a stable where you have your Rikishi training and so on and so forth. And there's a... Uh, a website called Catchy Clash, and it allows you to do a fancy league where you can pick five different students. They're obviously from various uh, brackets within the bandscape, and you pick them out, you do see how you do, and frustratingly, in the times when we weren't on air, I did really goddamn great. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get cursed this time around because that's how it works, apparently. But in addition to that, Fox had a really, really novel an idea, uh, a suggestion, sorry, of doing a random number generator sort of mm-hmm. thing. So Fox got this uh, site all up in order and he put through the names of the big spinning wheel and we all got assigned random individuals. So we have the ones we're going to focus on to give a bit of a bit of spice, bit of difference, bit of something unique here. And to stop you talking about Hoshiro all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And me always on about the Wacker Brothers. Uh, I'm going to be talking about him even if... No, no, yeah, but... um, I'll wait for my people to, to go up against Hoshori and say, well, of course they were going to make a mess of it. Hoshori is a badass. Um, but yeah, so we, we went up for um, different things. So also, key point uh, to, to raise, every single one of these is different, except for the top one. Because, as we said before, there's only one Yokozuna, there's only one Ozeki. And Fox and I actually had Terana Fuji as our pick uh, for, for, the, for, the, for the random selected ones. But of course, because Terana Fuji's out, no fun in doing that. So we're all got Takakesho. No you surprise have just there. Stuck with it, you know. It was randomly generated, and them's the rules. <laughs> but you know, says the person who got. Oh, anyway, let, 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 let's not worry about that. If all, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll iron out the kinks. Um, moving on. So, moving on. <laughs> let's start with Fox first of all. Um, so Fox, I'm going to read out your five names. You, you obviously know this, but the listeners don't. Yeah. So Fox is five, and his stable that were randomly assigned to him are Takakesho. Wakamoto Haru, Tamawashi, Miyogiru, and Takanosho. I'm not going to lie, that's a pretty damn good stable, yeah, man. Mm. I'm happy with it. And um, when we get into this, we'll, we'll have a discussion about why that is. Um, link to that, the only, well, the only one who I would have picked, dare I say, because I'm looking at my real stable as well that, that we're not focusing on, but mention at the beginning, and we'll see, like we said there, Matt, We'll um at the very on the on the last episode of this bash show we'll see 
how our real ones did against our random generated stables. Exactly. Um, the real stable, the only one that was a similarity, whether it was the same character, was uh, Takakisho. Now, I picked him because I love him, and I picked him over to Rona Fuji just because that's how we do things. Now, with my real <laughs> stable, I went for Kiribayama, Ryudin, uh, Takiyasu, and Oho. Um, and as you said, there, this time I've got with the random stable, Takakisho, Wakamataharu, uh, Tamawashi, Miyagiriyu, and Takanosho. And weirdly, when I'm looking at them like this, I think I prefer my random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. I, again, I, I, okay, so, so from my perspective, I know Takakisho is like a, almost like a default choice because he's the only one we would have got either way, but that's fine. Wakamotoharu, I know M oh. will always sing Wakamotoharu, but the Wakamotoharu. I love Waka Brothers both praises. the Wakamotoharu Brothers. I love Wakamotoharu. Yeah. I love Wakatakakage. So to me, that's yeah. a great pick. And I, 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 I really support uh, Tamawashi, the Iron Man of Sumo, the guy who, because uh, thankfully they went back and, and amended his record after the whole absence because of COVID stuff yeah. that he didn't even contract. Um, he, he's never missed about basically, and he won the Basho last year. So yeah, yeah, he's he's really strong. Miyagiri, I think you might have picked Miyagiri in the past, Fox. I have. It, uh, he's, he's, he's the been... only one that I've picked, other than yeah. other than Keith. Mm. He's the only one that I've picked. I've I've, um, yeah. I've never had Wakamata Haru before. I've had his brother plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, Tamawashi, I've never selected, and Takanosho, I've never Takanosho's selected. Takanosho's not so, bad, to be fair. He's a dark like, horse. He's Taka, not. Takanosho, I think it must be an Osho thing, because like an Osho as well. I think Takanosho and an Osho have that thing where, depending on the basho, they're either bringing their mm. A game or they're just like, what the hell is wrong with them? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's got true. The good one. <laughs> He's, he's the most jolliest looking sumo oh, in the whole world as well. He's got the most smiling. <laughs> him, him and Ura should form some kind of tag team. Yes. Uh, happy boys. Um, but he, he's one of those kind of things because he's so, he's so out there with his results. It can either be, you know, eight, seven, seven, eight, uh, four, seven, oh, sorry, four, eleven. Eleven four the month after, you know things yeah. like that. Just he's so well, out there. He's scary he was, to pick. He's scary. Yeah. He put, like it puts you off him. He was he was Kamasubi at one point, wasn't he? And yeah. Takanosho, and and he's he's dropped quite considerably. And my hope is for you specifically that that drop is good for him, and he'll be in a good place where he can really do some damage and get some real real numbers. He was actually Sekiwaki for a few months as oh, well. Oh, God damn, he was, wasn't he? So yeah. he was right up there. and It was a time when he jumped straight from Megashira, straight up to Seki. Um, and, he, and he missed Komasubi out, but then he, a few months later he was demoted down to Komasubi. So he's had the high-ranking sort of yeah. stature. He's, he's, he's no, you know, uh, fool, if you like. He's not a... He hovers around the, the, the back end of the Megashira pool mm. and then drops down to Jury. He's, he's, yeah. he's a big name at the bottom, you know, yeah. sort of... For back into the group, so it's an interesting, mm-hmm. interesting character that you, I just look past without thinking about him. Um, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm really am. I'm happy with my uh, my picks. Like I've got to say, mm. um, and I'd, I'd have picked them instead of my real. It's going to be interesting to see at the, at the end whether me picking people because of the reasons I pick them. Yeah. Um, whether it's favoritism or whether it's because of how they've done the last three bashors or something. What's going to win out here? That kind of assumed knowledge of why I'm picking somebody or complete randomization. Um uh, looking forward to being well probably probably well and truly shown up. <laughs> I know right by, by, my, all, by my fake boys. We're all gonna look like absolute amateurs with no actual <laughs> experience or knowledge of sumo because our random picks are probably all gonna do better than our our real picks. Yeah. yeah. Well I- 
I, I would say in our defense, <laughs> but the there is the the um the danger of too much knowledge. So when you pick randomly or is picked randomly for you and like here you're assigned things like, oh shit. You start looking going, actually they're right. Why didn't I, why wouldn't I have picked this? Why what would have stopped me? And the problem is literally what, what Fox just described. You go back over the record yeah. and go, ah, I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Oh, I don't know, maybe. And so you then start making heart rather than head mm. decisions or vice versa and get too much in either. Yeah. So it could be that, uh, as Em also pointed out um, off air beforehand, um, sometimes the way the numbers work at the start of a basho means oh, nothing yeah. by the end of the basho Completely. because of how these people are. Some of them, some don't have the stamina to run it. And we may go, oh, what a great person to pick out of the, the hat. It's like, yeah, for the first six days. <laughs> and then he's going to crumble. Yeah. Um, it's like if someone said like, oh, he got, he got um, um, Ichinojo or something. And you go, ah, oh, because oh, oh. <laughs> obviously we have such history with these, with these characters, <laughs> with these names. Yeah. Um, you, we yeah. kind of personalize them in a certain way, don't we? We, we, we make them, so, well, I suppose even more personify them, even though, yes, they are real people. But we, we look at them in a certain way compared to the fact that the reality is they turn up on the day and they could have, they could be knackered and you don't know. We don't know these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Going. They could have just taken the dog out for a 13-hour walk <laughs> and be absolutely butchered and then go, oh, I've got to go bloody fighting tomorrow, haven't I? Forgot about <laughs> and then we don't know that. So naturally we pick people how we think they're going to perform yeah. and then it's just complete. It's as random as the random selection tool as to how people are going to perform. That's Apart painfully from, true. You know, you always assume that the top end as well, the the ranked uh, uh, fighters, you always assume that they're going to sort of fight at that level and stay true to form. You, I think that's how I look at it sometimes. I always think, okay, well, from Yokozuna down to M1, M2, you kind of think, oh, I'm more self-assured. It doesn't matter who I pick because they're all going to do mint. Because mm-hmm. of where they're ranked. And anything below that's a bit Wild West. But actually, it's all Wild yeah. West. <laughs> yeah. But you convince yourself it's not. And also, we've got yeah. a lot of new blood in this basho as well, which might shake things up as well. You've got so many people that have come up uh, from Juria yeah. that we haven't seen uh, in at this level Hungry. before. So. Doing well, yes. we'll, get, we'll say as yeah. well, you know. Looking, yeah. looking tasty. Um. Just to bounce through then, yep. M, you've got five names as well. Uh, you've got Takakeisho, Kotonowaka, Kotoshoho, Nishikifuji, Kagayaki. Are they names you feel you would have picked um, normally? I, or they, did I that good stack for you? I always pick Takakeisho where possible. <laughs> and the only time I've ever yeah. had trouble picking Takakeisho is when I'm pretty sure when I think it was between him and, I don't know, someone, you know. Anyway, anyway, that aside. I love Takakesho, always going to pick him. However, the, the Kotonowaka and Kotoshoho as a duo there, I kind of love it. I, I feel like... Well, that used to be my thing for a long time. I, I, I've i picked those both at the same time because I yeah. think Kotonowaka is fantastic and Kotoshoho has done really well. They so again, it's the whole like... had huh. pretty strong bashos um, back in January, as far as I can remember. Um, I haven't got the yeah. numbers in front of me to check, but I'm pretty sure I remember both of them doing quite well and getting quite, you know, at one point being contenders. So I'm happy with those two. And also, I think I like the symmetry of the fact that it's like the days when I was eight, used to be able to pick Wakatakakage and Wakamoto Haru <laughs> because it's like, oh, I've got both the Kotos now instead of having both the Wakas. Um, True. Again, completely... She needs Koto Echo to finish oh, yeah, it all. exactly. See, this is completely arbitrary reasons. 
um, for picking <laughs> again, as we were saying. Uh, but no, um, I'm happy with those those two, especially as like random picks. I have picked yeah. uh, Nishiki Fuji before, so again, solid pick for me. He's had a bit of a wobble um, last basher, I think, but I think he's he's had some really good performances in the past year as well. So I think I'm, you know, again happy with that. Um, Kagayaki. The emotionless man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So stoic stands. Every whether wins or loses, you get the same stone face. Yeah, the same face. Doesn't really react. Just I, I don't know. I haven't ever really warmed to him as a Rikishi. I think, I think that's why, because you don't get the personality of him. So you go, "Mm, no, not for me. Rapport that I feel uh, as if you know I know them personally. No, um, Kagayaki just not someone I would have picked. So other than Kagayaki, um. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. So again, similar to Fox, there's kind of one there that I would never have picked, but the others are kind of, yeah, I'm quite happy with them to be honest. Um, and you know, who's in your who's in your main stable? What, my real one, my real, real boys. boys, as I've been calling them. Um, your real life boys, you Pinocchios, yeah. <laughs> Can you go over who Fox's real boys were? He oh, mentioned okay, them, yeah. yeah that's yeah. fine. So yeah, so I've got Takakesho, standard. Wakataka Kage, because it was a toss-up between Wakataka Kage and Wakamoto Haro, obviously. And I ended up going uh-huh. with, with you know, the younger brother. Because um, he's been at the rank a bit longer as well. Uh, I also picked uh, Tamawashi this time. Because I feel oh. like his performances last year were were good. And I think that, you know, he's still got some fight left in him. And I think I just find he, watching him fascinating. He's actually a really interesting um, Rikishi. I also picked Ichi Yamamoto. Now, I've picked Ichi Yamamoto in the past, and he does all right. He doesn't do the best, but I had a real struggle in that particular uh, group of Rikishi of who to pick. So I was just like, mm-hmm. ended up going with one I've been with before, and was like, yeah, why not? Maybe, maybe, th- maybe this bus show he'll do better than a you know six nine or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like... Uh, to be fair, he, he did solid in January, Emma, yeah. as well. So I don't think it's a daft guess to go for so to go for him. Yeah, you never yeah. know; it could be his yeah. time to sort of bounce back a but bit. This is the thing: mm. I don't trust him to keep that up. Is what I mean. Like I just yeah. always think he yeah. sometimes can go back and forth and back and forth. So I'm hoping I'm hoping he'll carry on it, carry it on. And now yeah. my my uh, lower pick is um Hakuho's protege uh Hokuseho because I'm thinking crack and selection crack and selection if, you know the past yokozuna or one of the past yokozunas one of arguably the greatest yokozuna um has literally you know plucked this kid up and gone like hey he's my protege I I back this this kid and he's even taken the hoko part of the you know the 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 Hakuho name. So it's Hakuho very name. similar. It's got that Hoku, the Hok part, and the Hak. So yeah, it's like... I, I would say that's a double-edged sword. This isn't me slating mm. you at all, by the way, because a lot of industry professionals are yeah. also saying Hakuseho is the one to watch. Uh, uh, Hakuseho, sorry. Uh, I would say, though, that the, there is always a bit of pressure that is unintentional, but doesn't. it has to come with it when Hakuo lays his hand on someone's shoulder. Because he also, um, if I remember correctly, I think he's been involved in Oho's career, as well as Enho's yeah. career and both of those guys a bit well Enho's obviously got a massive eye injury at the minute we won't wear that too much because he's injurio but uh Oho's been struggling as well so I think I feel that comes mm. with its own unique pressure sometimes it does, uh but, but he's but Hokuseho's young and con- confident young, and cocky enough that it might be fine yeah. 
He's yeah, super he's like young, 20. and and dare I say, obviously he's going to be under a lot of pressure because of who mm, he's the protege yeah. of. But also, I'm, I might be speaking out of line here. I do think I'm not going to say it's sus, but <laughs> he he finished Jurio number two mm-hmm. with a nine six and got promoted. Yeah. And that's a bit kind of like, like before that, it's not like he's been hovering around the top end of Jurio. He's gone from number 13 to number but nine I... with, and then to number six then to number mm. two and gets promoted mm. from number two with a nine, six. Yeah. And it's a, it, it happens occasionally, but has there been a little I bit of favoritism? I mean, I wonder if it's because, you know, uh, we know how the Sumo Association can be. The way they pick, <laughs> the way they pick things, and the way they rank people at the end of a basho is so—it's all subjective, subjective, yeah. And also, mm-hmm. it's going to be the fact that Hakuho has got, you know, believes in this kid. That's going to hold yeah. a lot of weight for the Sumo Association, given who Hakuho yeah. is. You know what I mean? So, hundred percent, hundred percent. And in it. fairness to him, in fairness to him, um, Bushozan as well—he finished on a nine-six. Yeah. To be fair, he finished Yuri yeah, one, yeah. so. It's not like, you know, somebody else has finished on a, you know, a 12. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's got sidelined for it's, him, yeah. It's fair. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fair, it's a fair like, if yeah. you like. Also, um, just an interesting fact about him as well. He's the tallest one competing. He is. Um, in this he's the show. tallest competing at the minute. Is he? Yeah, he's six foot yeah. eight. Wow! Oh, by the way, right? I want to just quickly clarify: it wasn't Oho earlier; it was Ishura. Oh, my apologies ah. for getting that wrong. Guys, I was screaming at the at the microphones just in case. But yeah, um, <laughs> sorry. Yes, um, he six foot eight, and he's the tallest um, Rikishi mm. at the minute. And uh, wow, right, giant. And again at twenty one. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be. Has to be a one to watch, doesn't he? It's just a matter of time yeah. before he smashes it. Then interesting. Kin uh, Kin Bozan as well, who who came up. Mm. Yes. Um, just looking there, he he finished on an eleven four, but he he, he only that's from position number five in Jurio mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a real push up, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's only been in Jurio number twelve, number seven, number five. Now he's in the big leagues. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting to see how they're promoted from Jurio at the moment. Yeah. Normally they hover a bit around that top end. Well, mm. from what my memory serves me right, um, you know, you might see somebody kicking around. Number two, number one, number two, yeah. and if they have a couple of good, then then they shoot up. But now it's like for number five and no higher ranking than that in Jurio, he's gone from five to the main to the major leagues. It's it's interesting. I, it's going to be interesting I, to see how they do. I feel like there was um, in January so many poor performances. Yeah, I mean, Tochin Ocean was a. a oh, yeah. What do you call it? He was um Shira eleven. Yeah. And he won two. Uh Insane. lost three and they had tons of injuries. So I think uh, I, I want to say I think Okino Umi sort of slipped down. I think the reason they've sort of bumped quite a few up and in a very weird place because that's how the band's so already done. So bad. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just people have just been poor performance. It's been like, well, we have to get them somewhere, field yeah. them up, which again could be good because it could mean like really push the pressure on everyone else, or it could be before they're ready, but mm. I don't know, but we get excited. Let's be honest, we get excited by new blood as well, oh, yeah, because oh, yeah. we always want to always. see that. That who's this and what are they made of, and are they going to be able to dominate? And that, it, you 100%. can't help but want more of them. You want yeah. more at the top who are fighting it out for ranked position. And mm. you know, it's it's obviously very early days, but let's hope that at least one of them might be able to do something special like that and get to that top end quite quickly, yeah. just to mix it yeah. up a bit. Yeah. 
Oh, definitely, because you need you need that pressure coming from somewhere. Absolutely, and it's not coming from the top; it has yep. to come from the bottom. Absolutely. That's it. That's exactly Absolutely. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so just to quickly go through my my yep. real and fake boys, <laughs> um, the random generated one Takeshi uh, started obviously. Tobizaru. Now I love he's fucking Tobizaru. He's... he's been doing really good. I, I, he, he did get up into like uh, Komasubi and then slip back down to Maegashira. But I think to be fair, when he was there, he fought really hard. Not a bad pick from the random, mm. random boys. Mitekayumi, interesting because I this time last year was very much singing Mitekayumi's praises and rightfully yeah. so because I think he's really strong. I think now, much like Shodai, with the pressure of oh, you're not going to be an Ozeki but again anytime soon, maybe he'll just actually start performing consistently and well again. Mm. Because it's almost like the eyes and that spotlight isn't on you anymore. So that's a good, good solid one for the random generator. Aoyama. Yeah. Aoyama's a weird one. Sorry um, to laugh at you. Because. That's <laughs> right. Because Aoyama is, he's kind of, he's, I, I never actively pick Aoyama. I never actively say, oh, I'll get him. Let's get that guy out there. Because he is. 8778, 8778, back he's, and forth. Then he's 6969. He's, six, de- hey, he's, he's the he's, definition uh, of like, average like he's always he's in the middle floppy average. like somewhere do you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah. can't, I can't stand it <laughs> <laughs> he just can't it's stand the man like, feeling. it's it's horrible to say that isn't it but you know i can't stand him it's it's, it's exactly as you say occasionally you might see something you might oh break out a ten. was it may he broke out yeah, a 10 yeah. 5 and you were like mm-hmm. fair play mate fair play next basho six nine then six yeah. nine and seven eight. I'm just like, nah, do one. I've had enough of you. <laughs> can't, can't be asked for you. Pretty much. And I think it's, I, I think for me, because um, obviously for those who don't know, um, he's a Bulgarian dude called Daniel. Um, <laughs> obviously the, the way he's called Aoyama, that's his ring name. Um, and I don't know. He always looks to me like a really I mean, maybe this is maybe this is wrong. My point of view. Maybe I'm projecting this, and it's not about his personality. Maybe we think Ryudan's all right, but he's a bit of a sleazeball. <laughs> but 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 old old Danny boy here, um, Aoyama, he looks like a grumpy he shit. Does. Mm-hmm. He looks like a really mood. He's never really, uh, even when he wins or does well, he doesn't seem to be genuinely enjoying himself or fighting. He seems like when he does lose, he gets very stroppy with it. And I'm like, I don't like that. I like a bit. Of, I like a sportsmanship thing where you hold out someone's hand, you help them back into the, the door. I like a bit of, you know. Uh, not full showmanship like Ura, but you know, the idea that, you know, you are a bit conscious that you are trying hard, but the cameras and everything are on you and, you know, you're doing things for your fans, etc. And Aoyama never gives me that, I don't mm. think. No. So, as far as the random generator, I'd never think I'd pick yeah. him, but there we go. We'll see what it does me. And finally, Kinbozan. Yeah, we've already had we a mentioned him earlier about, but, from, oh. from Kazakhstan. Um, 25 years old. I'm very curious about that. And to be fair, looking at these numbers, Aoyama aside, I'm like, you know what? It's not bad. He's solid. Um, he's solid. I think you're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, out of the guys that have come up, he's, dare I say, the one I'm most intrigued really? about. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because I, there's, a, there's a lot of double figures in his mm. history. Um, mm. he, he, you know, he was promoted with the highest score by far. Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, he beat, he beat uh, Boshodan last, last in January, uh-huh. um, who's also was obviously promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see what his other score was against the other promoted chaps, but basically, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, it's uh, he, he lost to Haku actually, so it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be, but I, he's, he 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 excites me in a in a way, um, mm-hmm. purely because 
it's difficult to it's another unknown quantity where there's not really much on him whereas with Haku we know yeah. his backstory and his mm. protégé etc etc whereas mm-hmm. with this guy especially with the fact that he, he he didn't make it to the top of the rankings he literally finished on five mm-hmm. so is it is it possibly just because of that unknown quantity aspect of it yeah um something tickles me about him mm-hmm. I'll see no I get that um just to go through my my, my real boys um <laughs> I've gone for, I don't know. Again, logic, this makes sense, but I don't know. Takakesho, don't have a choice. That's the one I have to go with. Uh, Hoshoryu, oh my God, Matt's picked Hoshoryu. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, what's what happening here? Oh my God, it's raining cats and dogs. Oh, must have been I mean, ill that day, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I must have slipped and clicked the wrong person by accident. Anyway, um, in the next bracket, I've gone RB again. RB, I feel, because uh, again, mentioned earlier, he was down low in uh, ranks because he was uh, being penalised. Then he came back full force and he came so close to like genuinely upsetting one of Terana Fuji's um, uh, Basho wins, basically. So And he's, and he's struggled when he's been at the top. He is, he's been in the uh the the sanyaku at the top and then sort of bounced down again and gone back and forth between komasubi sekawaki and things but he's now maigashiro too but you know what that might be a good place for him so i picked him ichi yamamoto as em said he um has good moments time to prove himself etc and my final pick is a relatively older boy uh azamaru mm. um mongolian dude 35 years old he is relatively new to um the uh well i say relatively new relatively new coming back he was here like i want to say like a decade ago around about when i started sort of really getting into sumo properly um and 2013 2014 he was in 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 and bounced back and forth on that that thing that fox always comments on that that darting back and forth between top of jurio bottom of maigashira then down again Mm. 16 14 and back and forth and that sort of thing and then he finally clawed his way back up again and has done better than he has in a very long time yeah. in that he was 14, 14, now he's 11. So I thought, you know what? Maybe he'll do a bit of, you know, something reasonable. And he's a bit of my wild card yeah, sort of pick. But, but as I say, there, I think, you know. it's it's un- a bit unlike me, but at the same time, that's the kind of logic you bring into this stuff uh, frustratingly mm. when um, your random picks might be just as reliable. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I will well, say, I think mm. we've been like, put, like I think I, I hold myself accountable to this. Um, I think, well, I think it, it was no surprise at the time when when Abby was dominating. Um, I think if you remember at the time because we were doing a lot of recording back then, yeah. I was incredibly high on him, and I think yeah, yeah. there was something that happened where like the the spark was starting to fade slightly. But I feel like it was unjustified when I look back at his records because once he got promoted, you know, we're talking twelve three, twelve three. Then he went up to Sekiwaki and he had an eight seven. Fair enough. Um, seven eight. Okay, Komasubi eight seven. So he's staying around there like some of them do. He's still clawing up that. And yeah. then he didn't feature in September through absence, and that's why he was demoted. It's not because of poor mm-hmm. performance. And he mm-hmm. dropped down. He dropped down to ninth. Yeah. Which I felt was like a very kind of that's pretty harsh for a non. Yeah. You know, usually it's two or three. Spaces maybe, but he dropped down from ranked Komasubi, one tournament absent, down to ninth, mm. and I thought that was harsh. Then he won that eight, eight, twelve three, back up yeah. to Mega Shira number three eight seven in January. I think he's, I think he's back up. You know, 
I think he's looking to stay, and I yeah. think his demotion was maybe a little bit unfair because mm. of how strong it was. Mm. Um, and we mentioned this before, don't we, about the whole idea of it's not an exact science with the bandscape. It is subjective down to the sumo board. And yeah. sometimes they're like, oh no, this person did well for this reason, or this rank deserves more than that. And it's like, yeah. y- you do see people getting punished very harshly. And we like, know they're not keen on Abby. We yeah. know that yeah. because of previous situations. We know that they aren't. You know they, they didn't like his mm. his style and you yeah. know why he was demoted. So the, originally yes. demoted. Yes. Um, what one question for you then, guys? Um, is Ichinojo coming back, <laughs> or is he gone? Oh, I don't know. I think okay. So for for those who don't know, because obviously it's been a while, Ichinojo. Um, was in a very strong place because he won uh the um oh which basher was it last year he won the the July basher in Nagoya and he, he so he he did great um after literally the month before sitting out because of covid rules mm-hmm. and then he sort of had didn't have a great September had an even worse November and then he was suspended now turns out there's a lot going on behind the yeah. scenes with Jojo yeah. um and all kinds of stuff that he's he's dealing with. And going on, isn't there? Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah. And he, and it's not even a question of like, well, he's twenty nine. It's like that's not really an age thing. That's not really. Like, we're talking about you know, with Terunofuji with his knees and surgery. This is a very different thing. And I, I think like any coach, any any um stable master, any colleague would be supportive. But you're not going to get an answer other than I don't know. It's it's kind of down to him, really. So, in my honesty opinion, I, just just as a sort of guess, I think it might be retirement in a year's mm. time. Personally, yeah, it's it's yeah. got to be. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, he's in fact in Jurio, he's 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 won his first two matches, uh, one of which against uh, both their uh, ex. Um, Top leaguers as well, mm. Chiyomaru and uh, Tochi Notion. He's yeah. d- he's defeated both of them in the first two days, which is, uh, regardless of the situation, I'm glad to see that it's because I I thought he's gonna re- he's just gone he's he's done yeah yeah of course. um and is he gonna turn up is he actually gonna bother competing now that he's yeah. been demoted to Jurio? It's it's a shame. It's so, I mean, you, we're not talking somebody who who was like sort of mid bottom table here. We're talking somebody who's consistently yeah. been Mega Shira one and two, Komasubi yes. for well over a year now. Mm-hmm. And after his eleven four defeat in uh, was it November, he January mm-hmm. he dropped down to seventh, lost ranking in quite a long time, um, yeah. and didn't compete. And it's just. Oh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a weird one because he, he almost has like month out, three months, two months fighting, month out, mm-hmm. and it's all to do with his demons, shall we say? Yeah. Um, yeah from what from what the reports well, say, allegedly. Apparently, those yes. reports were like they came out after the fact as well. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, when he assaulted, because it was that he assaulted a stable master's wife, um, yeah, like five years ago or something. Um, and it was, and it kind of all got ruled out and all got, you know, oh, it's, it actually was fine. And it, there was nothing going, even though, you know, we you never know with these things, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but then the board then after that, having that little bit of a, I guess at that time was only a rumor because it was never actually ever confirmed. After knowing that the Sumo Association then jumped on it the minute he violated COVID rules. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And then again, I think, yeah, it's unfortunate. Because, uh, yeah, you're right. He was performing <sighs> incredibly well and he was always kind of hovering near the top. And, you know, it was really hard. You know, if he, you know, going up against Ichinojo, it was so hard to, like, push back. Like, it's really, you know, he was a sh- absolutely strong Rikishi. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's a real shame. Yeah. Well, it makes more sense as well because when we were watching, we were always like, who the hell has turned mm. up? And it'd be like, you flip a coin, which You're Ichinojo right. has turned up? Is he going to yeah. give up in the last five seconds? And because he, when, when he did start, actually, when he, the bash up, he ended up winning the, uh, the cup. He turned it around by doing new things. He genuinely lit a fire. It almost like someone said to me, you know, you can be Ozeki if you try. You can, you can get this. Mm. And I'm not saying like, you know, you're being lazy. It's like, no, you just need to channel what you're doing, focus, and you could get there. And I think he was going for it. And then, of course, like with all things, because again, we are purely speculative at this point. We're going to go by what has been reported and what's been said. Uh, but it sounds like uh, it sounds like things got the better of him and he spiraled a bit. Yeah. And- yeah. Well, well, he, yeah. he, he won that. He won that that particular basho twelve three. Yeah, and it was downhill yeah. from there. Uh, six nine, then eleven, then four eleven, mm. then non compete, and now yeah. he's in Juriors. Just like what a fall from well, grace that is from yeah. winning to just yeah. a downward spiral I mean, in four bashos. But then the non compete obviously was the suspension. Um, yeah, but then he's also still though suspensions don't always necessarily mean you get slapped down I that don't... many ranks. It sounds like they're trying to sweep him under the carpet. Is he currently performing mm. in Jurio this basho? Oh, yeah, he is because I know yeah. that he had an operation. Two wins as well. He had an operation mm-hmm. last month as well. Um, he had a herniated wow. disc and they needed to remove it. Um, so yeah. I wasn't sure if he was even going to be competing. Um, well, that's yeah. it. I, I didn't think he was. I didn't realize it was uh, he'd had the, that that um, surgery, at, but I, I I didn't think he was going to compete for well-being purposes, mm. um, based on what we know. Like, and yeah, I mean, we're talking, we're we're literally talking since last what July. So last July, so less than a year ago, far less than mm. a year ago. That's when he when he's twelve three. September lost six nine. November lost four eleven. January didn't compete. He'd been demoted to, after his uh, four eleven um, defeat at Megashira two. He dropped down to seven, yeah. and then he had that absence from seven to Jurio. No, that's really harsh, isn't it? It's it's it, well the, that's two instances that we're talking about now, isn't it? Mm. The where it's been mm. a, such a demotion. Um, mm, they're not messing about. <laughs> no, not messing about. So, opening day, March twelfth, twenty twenty-three. Let's look at the results. Asanoyama beat Mitoriyu. Tsurugisho beat Chiyoshoma. Hokuseiho beat Oho. Kinbozan beat Bushozan. Dai Shoho beat Kotoeko. Takarafuji beat Kagayaki. Takanosho beat Azamariu. Nishikifuji beat Miyogiriu. Aoyama beat Hiradanumi. Ura beat Ichiyamamoto. Takayasu beat Hokuto Fuji. Endo beat Sadanaumi. Midori Fuji beat Kotoshoho. Onosho beat Meisei. Daesho beat Nishikigi. Kotonowaka beat Mitekiumi. Wakamoto Haru beat Ryuden. Kiribayama beat Abi. Shodai beat Hoshoryu. Tamawashi beat Wakatakakage. And Tobizaru beat Takakesho. So, with those opening results on day one, um, that puts us in an interesting place. So, on day one, for the for the for the fake boys, for our fake boy <laughs> randomly assigned stables, 
it, we're gonna call them fake boys yes now, it's stuck um, <laughs> <laughs> um fake boys with a z thank you <laughs> spray paint on a brick wall um uh yeah m has had two out of five victories on the first day and fox and myself have three out of five victories now to be fair that's pretty damn good for a randomly assigned team yeah, yeah. i'll go i love I it i mean yeah if you say so <laughs> <laughs> well i mean um I don't want. I don't want to get into my real stable too much because obviously we'll sort of save that reveal for the for the the final episode on the twenty sixth of March. Um, but uh, I, I'm happy to point out that my real stable got nothing on the first day, oh. and I'm outraged. A big old fat egg. Um, so I, I'm I'm in shock basically because yeah. it's it was a, it's been a really it's been a very strange opening mm-hmm. day, basically. That first day of the tournament has been weird. And my random assignment of names, you know, Takakesho, Tobizaro, Matsukimi, Aoyama, Kimbozan, three out of five. It's above average. Yeah. That's good. I mean... And I'm like, ugh. But is that gonna is that cons- is that gonna consistently stay? Because we have this thing before in multiple recordings in the past, where on day one we're like, oh, careful, got a four, got a five, done really well. Next Sunday, we're like, okay, things aren't working out the way I wanted them to. And then the final Sunday's like, right, well, okay, there was the two people who absolutely fucked me, but these three were fine. Yeah. And <laughs> so I don't know, because it's very hard to predict how it's going to go, but already from today's, re- uh, well, Sunday's results, it's a bit of a weird one. Everything feels a bit all over the place. losing to Tobizaru. I will say about that, though. Uh, Takakesho losing to Tobizaru, that's now the third consecutive time he has lost um to Tobizaru. and i think yeah i don't think i he's don't think head. he's in his head because i don't think takakesho often has that like you see with other rikishi i think it's more that Tobizaru mm-hmm. is just I think he knows he, how to sidestep yeah, he, yeah. he can, he he can dodge around and he can he knows yeah. i mean takakesho he's a great fighter but he is somewhat predictable at times right he's a pusher thruster and Fully he agree. does change it up from time to time, and you know that does you know make things interesting. But for the most part, he's a pusher thruster, and obviously Tomizaru, he's not, and so he has to always be mm-hmm. thinking and be on his feet and reacting quickly. And I think that's probably why um, he's beat him three consecutive times. So yeah, fully with you on that one i think uh apart from you know that time keith a couple of months back did the sidestep and was like oh <laughs> cheater, cheater oh the, the henker for doing it yeah apart for those who don't know a henker is when you're going the tachiya you're both rikishi run in and one of them just goes steps to the side. and yeah. steps to the side think, think of a matador with a bull running towards yeah. exactly and, that. and, and, it's, and these, it's perfectly yeah. legal yeah it's perfectly legal yeah. nothing wrong with doing it it's just considered at certain stages when you're in shouldn't Ozeki. be doing that apparently it's considered that you know mm, you shouldn't really be doing that. That's not honourable as an ozeki well, because you should be. Which able is when to you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Which when you think about it is utter bollocks yes. because it's like <laughs> it's clear strategy yeah. and you need to go in. Well, why just run like a bull in a china shop as day one proved? Yeah. With Tobizaru sidestepping Takakisho uh, and everybody like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the only other time Takakisho. And nearly every other fighter in a in the actual um, rankings does anything different other than a sort of running bull charges when they're fighting Ura because yeah. they know that oh, yeah. they know what his game is. He just stands there and goes like, hey, 
yeah, Uru's been doing a thing in the last two or three bashos where he just does a hop. He literally yeah. hops forward and waits for people to be to just see what they're doing yeah, and yeah. gets them thrown off. It's like trying um, to get in their head. And, like it's really it weird. Kind of. It's really and odd. it doesn't, really it doesn't always odd. work for him. No, no, <laughs> it's completely potluck. But he's yeah. he's determined. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would say that I completely agree with you, Fox, because um as I show you, uh the Yokozuna from years ago, um who who is got in so much trouble over the years. He's a Mongolian, well, was a Mongolian wrestler. He's Hoshoryu's uncle. Uh, again, fantastic, amazing uh, Yokozuna. But he was, he had a, he had a fucking attitude. He really did. He, he was cocky. He, he, um, he took him and ha- uh, Hakuo had a lot of uh, uh, rivalry sort of going on. He, he, he would, he would, everything you shouldn't do in sumo yeah. as far as the Japanese he believe, the like, you know, always disrespectful. He was, he was, and, and that's why Hoshoryu is a, a very different style of wrestler. Um, he's very respectful, I think that, isn't he? And he's always very nice. He, he's always sport. he tries he's got to be that sportsmanship. He always like yeah. you know you can see he's disappointed but, when he loses, but he'll still do oh, things yeah. like you know put his hand out to you know help people up and stuff. But precisely, I think the the board thinks it's his uncle every time, mm. and they're like, oh, we can't trust you too much because you'll be doing hankers all the time, and then Yokozuna should be doing hanker. It's like, what? and then again. As Fox said, it's like, why yeah, not? Don't have it in it's the a rules. strategy. It's a legal move. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> if you if you don't want it, make it illegal. If not, I'll use it. Um, and I kind of agree. Um, yeah, but with regards to this opening day, um, as I say, it's always hard to do predictions on an opening day. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I think. Given how my five random assigned boys have done thus far, I'm really worried that I'm going to have a moment of complete, not necessarily imposter syndrome, but certainly a moment of like knocked confidence where I'm going to get to the end of this two week tournament and say, damn, the computer knew better than I did. Um, I'm willing to assume that the computer always does better than I do, to be honest with you, in uh, 2023. Um, I'm looking at my stable and I'm thinking that there's only one I've got concerns of. um, Based on, not necessarily the fact that they've lost, not necessarily that for that reason, but the display, Mm -hmm. how wide they've lost. Ah. So we'll we'll start with, uh, if you're all right with this, what I thought I would do is... Um, Takanosho has been class and he, he's looking yeah. very calm, very in charge, solid wins on both days so far. He looks, he looks very comfortable and, and he's not going crazy. He's not rushing. He's just calm, collected. He looks like he's got strategy in his mind. He's looking good. I'm happy with Takanosho. I'm also happy. Well, on day one, we'll get into it. Because I had a I had a, a fake boy versus a real boy on day one. Uh. Uh, Wakamoto Haru versus uh, Ryudin, and uh, my fake boy Wakamoto Haru won. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a very solid win for him. I thought mm. both of them at the time looked like they were they were up for the battle. It was a good solid like little encounter. Uh, I thought that Ryudin, if anything, showed a little bit of a lack of ring awareness. Not no, he, he unintentionally sort of stepped out. That's how it appeared. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just more bad placement than anything else, which you, you can't do at this level. Um, it happens, though. So welcome back to Haru. And I, I think because we know who he is, he's one of the Waka brothers, you, you can't not have faith in him. You know what I mean? It's He's, he's mm-hmm. just a solid choice. Um, now, Tamawashi... 
I've got a lot of faith in him based on his performances over the last year, to be quite honest with you. I think um, on day one specifically, really fantastic battle mm. with Waka Takakage. I thought it was very close. Um, he almost lost on a couple of occasions, you know, but he kept going and he fought hard and, mm. he, and, he, and he got a solid win. And I think it was a deserved win, to be fair. Um, but it could have gone either way. I, like, you know, I don't think he was lucky to have won, I suppose is what I'm saying. <laughs> but when you go up against Waka Takakage, I think you'll you'll take a just win because he's a force. Um yeah. so I've got a lot of faith in him. It's and obviously Keith. I've always got faith in Keith. Mm. I love Keith. Keith's lovely. Um <laughs> Lorraine Keith. Um <laughs> loving a bit. But my concerns with Miyogiryu. Yeah. Not only has he lost on both days, we'll get into day two in a bit, but mm. on day one I felt he played it far too safe. He went slowly. He played defensively rather than going on the attack. And uh, Nishiki Fuji completely took advantage of him and took him to the cleaners and just just deserved the win, just just made him look like a, a bit of a fool, to be honest. Yeah. And I thought, hopefully that's a wake-up call. But as we get into day two, it wasn't. Um, we had... Oh, are we doing day two yet? Or should we go through your day ones first, guys? We'll go through day one stuff first. Yeah, then we'll go through that's, day two, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah... You know, my concern on day one was justified by what happened on day two as well. We'll say that much, and then we'll get into it in a little while. But yeah, so Mio Giryu, after day one, was my only main concern. Um, and after day two, you know, similar. But yeah, over to yourselves anyway. What were your, what were you thinking from your results from uh, day one? Hmm. Um, do I, mean, I was, day one, I was thinking, ah, oh, this is a disaster. um because you know i only got two wins with my fake boys which um i think yeah was a little i was a little disappointed by that um but then i feel like i quite often end up starting the bashos on like a two i feel like (laughs) that's kind of become the norm so it's not (laughs) so weird um i was disappointed that sakake show lost um, but yeah. you know, as I said earlier, Tobizaru, flying monkey is what it means. <laughs> he yeah. clearly mm-hmm. is, you know, living up to that name at the moment, and always seems to when he's fighting Takakesho. So that was always going to be a hard one, anyway. Um, was impressed with Kotonowaka, so I very much am happy with with that in the minute. Um, and yeah, I think that I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting Kagiyaki to win, and he didn't. So he's the one, he's the only <laughs> one that I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised by both Nishiki Fuji and Kotonowaka um, both winning. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, that kind of made me think, oh, actually, yeah, I'm, I feel more comfortable with my picks than I was originally. Um, I suspect that Kagayaki is going to continue to be my least uh, good, just because of all the, as I mentioned earlier, all of the new blood in that, you know, lower ranking. Um, he's yeah. got to, you know, fight against all these up-and-comers who, have, you know, they've just got that absolute passion to be there. And for, and for most of them, it's their, like, first time in this, like, in this division. So they're going to be fighting to stay there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll be honest a little underwhelmed by my my day one but um mm. yeah uh we'll discuss day two That's soon fair. but yeah 
my day one um I'll, I'll be honest with you i was i was split because on the one hand my uh my three that won uh were like okay cool this is a good place to start a three is a solid place to be at the start on day one brilliant but all i could think about is that the ones i picked didn't get a single victory <laughs> so that's all i could think about um so i may not even really have reflected on much of how they performed um that being said um kim bozan already was starting to stand out to me mm. um and i was like okay that was a strong performance that was decent aoyama again a big blocky solid beefcake i was like okay okay actually you know what this could do quite quietly well for me front facing other podcasts as it were rather than the actual you know the ones i picked so on day one i was like okay not bad which slides us into day two very neatly because on day two all three of us for our fake boys got three mm. each so in terms of like the score differential between the, all of us and where we're ranking, that still means Fox and I are tied with six points out of ten, and Em's got five points out of ten. That's that's not bad. Yeah. Damn you, fake yeah. boys! Damn yeah. you! Um, so yeah, let's uh, we'll, we'll go in reverse for 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 day two. I'll jump in first. Um, for, for day two stuff again, uh, my, my, uh, I very much impressed by Kimbo Zan. He's doing strongly. Aoyama got a bit of a shit hand dealt because he was against Ura. And Ura did the hop. And uh, the, because he was so low, Aoyama couldn't get a grip on him. What he should have done was reach over and grab the Mawashi and slammed him in the floor. <laughs> but what he couldn't do was he was going for his head. He's like, what are you doing? It looks like you're grabbing the top knot. Be careful. And then Ura started sort of shuffling forward. And Aoyama sort of was quietly walked out of the, uh, of the, uh, the dohyo. Mitakayumi. God damn. Um, I didn't want to comment on day one because I thought we'll see how it goes. But day two, now he's got zero, zero, effectively uh, zero to two. And I'm like, oh dear. I thought with the pressure off of the whole, you know, um, much like Shodai. Shodai's not got the pressure of, um, uh, he's not making Ozeki again anytime soon. That's all long gone now. So he can just focus on fighting. He's done a good job. Miteki Yumi is the opposite of that. So um, I think he might, he's a cause for concern. Kimbozan, great. Aoyama, okay, we'll see how it goes. Mitakimi, ah, uh, ugh. Tobizaro, kicking it. Doing mm-hmm. goddamn great. He is. Well done. Yeah. Tobizaro's doing wonderful. And, um, yeah, and Kei Takaki Show. I'll be honest, uh, like, today, didn't Tobizaro beat uh, Mitakimi, didn't he, today? So that, or... Yes, he did. Yeah, that was, day it's two. the classic boys against Brilliant. boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, M, what about your day two My stuff? My day two, uh, well, <laughs> hilariously, all of the notes that I made while we were watching the SEMO are all about my real boys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was more interested in my real boys. Um, I did that, that on day one. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, well, this is the thing. There is one thing that definitely made me go, yep, I'm calling it now, mm-hmm. and that Kagayaki is going to be my worst performer. <laughs> uh, two uh, yeah. losses in a row now. Um, and I just... Yeah, I'm not seeing enough there from from Kagayaki. Um, and yeah, sorry, sorry to throw it in the mix there, Em, as well with Kagayaki. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no. He's uh, he's got Daieshio tomorrow, who's won his first two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. On day three, so it's going to be a challenge. It would have been a challenge anyway, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, no, it will be a challenge for him. Um, obviously, I'd like to see him win, but um, yeah, I suspect it's going to be a hard. Basho for Kageyaki. Who yeah. knows? Maybe like this time next week, I'll be like, 
Kagayaki's doing great. Like we've seen it before, so who we have? knows? Absolutely. Um, yeah, and the other one that has uh, continued with their um, no wins is Kota Shoho, who I'm quite surprised to be honest, but. Yeah, I just think it's just unfortunate. Well, he did really well, I'm pretty sure, if I remember yeah. that match. Because Shoho's climbed very high. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still been performing, you know, admirably, uh, despite that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was a bit disappointed there. Um, obviously, glad Takakesho won today. <laughs> and and very formatively. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was very strong, straight over with, you know, very much a... Showing his strong force, as we expect to see. Well, actually, we should let, we should let uh, Fox talk about that. Of course. Uh, sorry, we were like, <laughs> we're talking about your day two yeah. after. No, and now we've not... just jumped in, and I'm so sorry. Non-taken. <laughs> Non-taken. Yeah, the only thing I will say <laughs> is, um, yeah, on, on my fate, boys. Uh, Nishiki Fuji's having a good one, because he's got two wins in a row. As well as Kotawaka. Yeah. So those two... Do you think he can keep it up? Um, I've seen Nishiki Fuji do it before. And obviously, in the past uh, few bashos for Kotonowaka, he absolutely has been performing. So I think he was on double figures at the last basho. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping that they're going to carry me through it along with Takakesho. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Right. Fox. Day Fox. two stuff. Day two. Aye, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, so we'll start with who I mentioned previously just there, who is my uh, thorn on my side. Miyagiriu. Um, now he mm. went up against one of my other dudes today. I had two matches today that featured my, both of my competitors. Oh. So Miyagiriu and Takanosho. Um, Takanosho is, as I mentioned before, um, I'm very happy with Takanosho and the way he is uh, playing, mm. <laughs> the way he's performing. He carried it on today, um, and I'd rather have him win. And continue to win and do well throughout, rather than me or Giri, you pull one back and then both be joint one or. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd rather oh, see okay, yeah, a yeah. dominant force. That's the way I'd prefer yes. to have it. Um, saving grace for me or Giri, you. Well, we'll go through the match first. Um, I felt that he just kind of gave up a bit today. Yeah. Yesterday, I thought he looked tired and he looked defensive and slow and he couldn't really be bothered. Today, he kind of, as if he was fatigued, he looks fatigued. Yeah. Um, he looks a bit tired. Um, not sure what the situation is, but he just kind of almost seemed to slightly trip over himself a bit and then stepped out to kind yeah. of save yeah. grace rather than being pushed. Yeah. Which it's never good to that see. That tells me he's, he's, do that. it's not because it looks like the head's not there, and it's yeah. very difficult. You, I, I don't you don't tend to see them come back from that mm. in, in a in a basho. They mm. they've already they're not interested. Yeah. That's how it comes across. Yeah. Whereas Takanosho is very interested. Um, two decisive wins for Takanosho. Um, as I said, very happy with his solid start so far. So that's good to see. The one good thing with uh, for me, Giryu, if he can pull anything back, it's on day three tomorrow. He's going up against Azumariu, who's lost two already. So mm. I'm hoping that that could be where he might at least, if there's any opportunity early on to turn it around at an early stage, it's tomorrow mm. because he's going up against somebody who hasn't won the first year. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um. I'm not holding out hope. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really um, seeing him do very much. If we can get to sort of roughly middle grounds, you know, six, seven, seven, six, I'll be happy enough with that. Um, now, Takanosho, on the other hand, has got Nishikigi tomorrow. Uh, Nishiki Fuji, sorry, even tomorrow. Um, 
so it's going to be interesting to see how he performs mm. against that niche. It's, I think I've got faith that he'll be dominant. To be honest, I think he'll, I think he should do okay. But we'll see because he's looking solid so far, and I'm enjoying yeah. it. What, what and I've I will seen. say, Nishikifuji, one of my fake boys, you know, to be on, mm. to be on, you know, two and zero on day two. Mm. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a real good fight mm. tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think, I think. I'm hoping we get a really good battle. I hope it's not just like, you know, one dominates the other or one slips and mistakes. Because yeah. they've both got a lot to play for and a lot to prove at this stage. And they're, they're trying to do that. And I think credit to both so far. Um, Wakamoto Haru, very strong win, in my opinion, today. Um, he was against the ropes a couple of times, to be fair. I think he was kind of... He was caught in the back foot a bit, mm. you know, when that when the, when the opposition thrust comes when you aren't thrusting yourself and you haven't got that defensive footing. Yeah. He was yeah. he was lucky uh, a couple of times, but I, but what I always get impressed by by him is his not just his resilience but his strength within his resilience. So mm. even though he's against the ropes, how much he pushes back and going up against um, Nishikigi today, just it was that. It was a decisive win at that point. Even though he looked like he was against the ropes a bit, he fought back. He reminded me a bit of, of uh, Hosh Ryu in that respect. Mm. Yeah. When when Hosh gets pushed against the ropes and he somehow manages to summon that sort of inner evil Ryu strength. <laughs> <laughs> where he just fights back. It was a bit of that going on today, I thought. He could have easily have just stepped out, especially when he'd seen uh, uh, Miyagiriyu do similar earlier. And he's just mm. like, nah, I can't be arsed with this. Mm. Uh, Wakamoto Haru with the absolute opposite, and that's why he's going to go far, you know, with his brother. Yeah. That's why they're going to do well. Um, so, yeah, solid win. Two wins so far for him. Cannot grumble. So, there's two competitors so far with two wins on the first two days. Very happy with that. Um, Tamawashi, I've got faith in the lad. It was a. I, it went the way I wanted it to go. You know, Tamawashi versus Takaki Show, both of them, again, on my stable. It went the way I wanted it to go. I wanted Keith to win. I want him to be dominant. I want to see him as Yokozuna mm. in the next, you know, in the next if I, shows. If um, I was in your shoes, I'd want the same thing. I'd, exactly. I, I, I'd be like, oh, I, I, it'd be nice if Tamawashi did well, but I want Takaki Show to get his rhythm on. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, That's what it comes down to. It comes down to it's more than just the fight in front of you. It's it's about what what am I looking yeah. at going forward? Yeah. What do I want for each fighter? Tamawashi, I've got faith that he'll kick it and he'll do well mm. in general. He's doing well at the top of the table uh, where he's sort of based at the moment. I think, generally speaking, um, in terms of... Who has he got? He's got Kiribayama tomorrow. So it's a, it's a solid fight, that. Mm. He's got a strong, strong match-up tomorrow. Um, but... Much like what we've been speaking about other fighters previously, he's uh, he does well with these kind of like he um he's had you know that thirteen two that he had last September obviously, but he's had like a six nine after that and he's had a nine six in January, so he's got it in him to perform well if he really wants to. Um, is this going to be one of those tournaments where he wants to perform well? I mm. think day one he looked really up for it. Day two. He was just up against Keish, who is up for it more than anybody mm-hmm. else, and he had to he had to bounce back after the first day one. Yeah, you know? or Takakesha um, had to, like, yeah. He not, had a not point. Two ways about he it, had a there. point to prove. He needed to come back. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the the one saving grace with um Tamawashi's fight tomorrow, um against um Kiribayama is that Kiribayama's also on one and one as well. So he's not going up against somebody who's dominated the first two yeah, days. That was surprising, he's going up against actually. Yeah, wasn't uh, it? Kiribayama yeah, losing to Shodai. 
surprised me massively. Yeah, that. that's probably Which the biggest surprise. Gives me faith. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It gives me faith for Tama tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm happy. Like I think Tamawashi will do well. He was just up against the beast yeah. today. Simple as that. Amir Giryu, uh, but. You know, he could turn it around tomorrow. He's got every opportunity to, based on who his opponent is. Takanosho, mint. Wakamoto Haru, mint. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in a good place, mm. I think. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I think we're all pretty solid yeah. at this point, which is a bit unusual. Oh, again, it's day two. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll get to this. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We may be singing different tunes on, say, on yeah. it's, all, it's all hyperbole, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> the next recording will be on, like, what, day seven, day eight, and we'll be like, oh. Yeah. oh. Fucking head, Sumo. <laughs> Fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Hi. Okay, that's us for this week. Make sure you like, follow, share, and listen to the other shows on the BBG Wrestling channel via bbgwrestling.com. And be sure to follow us at sumo drop pod on twitter individually let's see what we got going on uh m start with you yes you can find me on all the social medias as emma jane mint and also as well the filmmaking stuff that i do alongside yourself matthew uh cheese mint uh so just search for that and you can see all the stuff that we've been up to uh, I also, uh, every so often, once in a blue moon, co-host another podcast, uh, the Super 8-Bit Power Hour. Um, not been on it for a while, but I do know uh, coming soon is a convention in Norwich that we're going to be attending, the One Life Left convention. So oh, yeah. um, we'll be... And we've had we had a conversation with a lot of sumo fans at various conventions, like MCM yes, and things, have. which has been nice. So we'll be taking along our little a board thing and we'll have our little sumo drop thing there as well just so it invites the conversation and we get some people talking to us also about sumo um so yeah that mm. that's me you can find me very various places how about you fox well 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 um you can find me and what I'm all about and my nonsense uh, at grapple arcade on twitter is probably the best sometimes on instagram etc etc but Generally speaking, a bit quiet at the moment, although um, doing a lot of writing for uh, Inside the Ropes Wrestling Magazine, which you can find in WH Smith's, Tesco's, a few shops. You can find it online as well. Um, you can find out a bit more about that at Inside underscore the Ropes on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, if you're into your pro wrestling and that side of things, it might be the thing for you. Mainly what I look at is uh, retro 90s merchandise and the larks and whatever goes with that through the years, whether it's packets of crisps that the WWF brought out <laughs> or uh, who's got the coolest sunglasses from 1985. <laughs> Absolutely love that, it. That kind of bollocks. Um, Macho man every time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but the good thing is with that, also interview a lot of interesting people who were designers for some of the toy companies back in the day. Um, people who are making different merchandise these days based on retro themed stuff. Lots of really, really cool and interesting ways about it. I want to give a shout out as well to so, some of my pals who have been making some amazing, amazing custom figures recently that... Um, I think I showed one of you guys as well. You did. Didn't I? Yeah, I've seen on on Twitter yeah. and you've shown us. Yeah, looking amazing, sort of stuff. Takeda yeah. show. Oh, Mini Taka, honestly, absolutely a uh, fantastic figure. I can't wait. I'll tell you more about who makes it, what it's all about, on a future episode when it's finally done. When I've got it in my hand and I can do a screen grab or something on the on the Sumo Drop uh, podcast. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, absolutely amazing figure. Uh, friend Astrid made that from over in Germany. She knows nothing about sumo apart from what I've taught her about it. 
uh, but she's an absolute wouldn't know it. mental <laughs> wizard. No, yeah. A wizard with uh, her design skills and stuff. So having a attack a Keyshaw figure, my goodness. <laughs> true. So there's that. And other than that, uh, and writing for the magazine, um, I'm gonna, I think my next event is probably going to be at NERG, which is the uh, Northeast Retro Gaming event that happens up in the Northeast at Gated Stadium. We're running some competitions and tournaments on there. Uh, when will that be? I think it's on the 8th and 9th of July this year. Tickets are available now. We've just managed to grab hold of the WWF Royal Rumble pinball machine from the early 90s. Ooh. So it's, a, it's an amazing event. Hundred, There's over 100 original pinball machines from back in the day, dating back into the early 80s. Over 100 different arcade machines, all original from back in the day. About 90 to 100 different consoles, including some really crazy Panasonic devices and all sorts of nonsense from back in the day. Um, so, yeah, it's a really, really cool event. Lots of tournaments and things, and you can find more about that at Nerg Official on Twitter. So, hey, that's what I'm doing, what I'm about, and what I'm focused on, and why I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> I I very much feel that. Um, I, I, I'm going to whip through my stuff, because similarly... I think we I think we're all like this. We all we all we all commit ourselves to a lot of things yeah. uh, and burn <laughs> ourselves much. out. <laughs> um, too much. So I'm uh on all the social media platforms of Stogs, S T O G H Z. You can go to the redrighthand.co.uk to read my film reviews. I recently went over the Oscars and I've got a lot of things there recently about other blockbuster things that have come out. You can go to cheeseman.com and see the things that I make. Uh M and I, uh, as mentioned earlier, we do filmmaking stuff. We do one thing because a web series called Super Happy Kill Time, which is like a live-action anime. We're actually going out to South Korea and Japan in a month and a half's time. Mm. Forget the last bit of footage we need for the series, um, which would be very, very cool. Uh, and uh, we'll come back to it later in the series, but we'll hopefully have put our tickets by then for the for the next bus show. But anyway, um, uh, singing some live sumo. Uh, you can also uh, check out Sequelizers, which is my other podcast where we talk about movie sequels uh, we've we're, we're sort of going come back I think uh, in April after the interseason content, which is just general conversations about films, uh, with requalizers, which is where we take a season where we run to about sequels, we talk about remakes, uh, which is just a, a, a mad mad field of nonsense. <laughs> um, so that's me, that's us. Don't forget to follow the pod itself, Sumo Drop Pod on Twitter for all the various updates. And as Fox says, once he got his his cool Takake show. Uh, figure ready to go you can all see it there and ebb that sort of stuff uh other than that i guess we'll see you all next week Ooh. matane matane friends matane <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs>